welcome back to the EM Stud Podcast. I'm Nate Lewis here with EM Stud co-host Scott Waiters. Bro, you sound kind of rough on the voice, man. What happened to you? Uh, it's working chips in the ER. You know, everybody coughing and sneezing all over the place. I guess, uh, I guess it just got to me eventually. Hmm, that sore throat. You know, there's a couple of gonorrheal infections that can cause that too. I'd, <laughs> I'd be careful, man. I, I try to practice emergency medicine safely, but uh, it doesn't always work. So an important topic that we want to bring up is this whole, you know, EM third-year clerkship. Nate, do you guys have a, an M3 rotation? We have uh, sort of a two-week-long third-year observership. It's not, uh, it's not truly an established clerkship with a, uh, a curriculum or an, or an exam at the end, that sort of thing. Um, the emphasis of, of our education really is in the fourth year here at VCU. Yeah, we're just going to get into this coming up in the spring. So I'm, I'm very excited because we're going to have our very first MS3s rotating as a main emergency medicine clerkship in their third year this spring. So to get really an expert opinion on this whole, what is a third year in emergency medicine thing going on, we wanted to bring in Matt Tews. So Matt is the assistant dean for clinical curriculum at the Medical College of Wisconsin. And he is a, a real academic powerhouse because he's been the lead author of two landmark articles for emergency medicine curriculum, specifically for third-year medical students. And Matt is super involved in the clerkship directors in emergency medicine and all of the national organizations as a real thought leader. So right now, why don't we welcome Matt to the EM Stud podcast? How you doing, Matt? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, guys. Great. So Matt, we kind of formally introduced you, but tell us a little bit more about yourself and your background, if you could. Absolutely. My background really focuses on medical student um, education from an academic perspective. I really kind of got the uh, bug for uh, teaching medical students. I really enjoyed it a lot when I first got out of residency. And since then, I've really gotten into a lot of different activities that have been medical student-centric. Now, I work in an academic institution, and I teach residents and fellows, but really I have enjoyed the opportunity to uh, work with students. So I've been a clerkship director before. I've worked with M1, M2 students, and I've done a lot of different activities related to medical students, both in the local scene at my institution and involved with CDEM. Definitely uh, awesome to have you on. Thank you so much for uh, taking some time out to talk to us on this podcast. Tell me a little bit more about uh, the third-year student curriculum. I understand you've sort of developed a unique niche with third-year medical students. How did you... How did you get involved with this? How did this idea come around? So that is an absolutely fantastic question. And it is a bit of a unique niche. About the time that I got done with my residency, about uh, now it's been about 10 years ago, um, I took on a job where I was tasked with starting a third year uh, rotation, an elective in emergency medicine. Now at the time, I really didn't know that much about it. So I did what any good academician would. I went out there, I looked at the literature, I'm like, there's gotta be something out here that can help guide me and tell me like what I would put in a curriculum, how I develop it, what I need to know. And really I came up with just about zero as far as a third year medical student in emergency medicine goes. Now granted there had been some pieces of work and curricula out there for our colleagues and other specialties, but really nothing specific to emergency medicine in the third year. And that was about the time also that an article came out uh, that kind of overviewed and outlined a fourth year rotation in emergency medicine. So I stood up at a meeting in CORD, which is our Council of Emergency Medicine Residency Directors, 
in front of a, a whole a bunch of uh, colleagues in CDEM basically and said, hey, I kind of have a interest in developing a third year rotation because I really, there's nothing out there. And I tried to develop this rotation and there was nothing. And there was a, a group of people that really got involved with this early on. And we formed a committee that worked on a third year curriculum uh, through CDEM. And that's how this kind of um, idea of a third year curriculum came to be. Man, that's amazing, Matt. It's really cool to, to hear the backstory on some of these things that happen. I mean, we just see a journal article pop up, but, you know, really, the backstory is really, really interesting. So, Matt, I'm really curious, how, how do you even begin to start a curriculum? I mean, tell me about that. How do you make sausage? <laughs> well, I'm not going to be able to tell you how exactly to make sausage, but I can at least tell you a little bit about how to make a curriculum. Um, I'll, maybe I'll save the sausage making for a different day. We'll, we'll do that on our off time. But as far as building a curriculum, um, it's really um, starting from uh, the beginning of what issue you're trying to address. So for third-year students, what we identified is that really the issues and topics and stuff that are related to a third-year student are not necessarily the exact same as a fourth-year student. Now, granted, emergency medicine is emergency medicine, but understand you really have to understand how to meet the learner where they're at. So in my mindset, and for all the medical students that are listening to this, is I'm trying to get into your position as a third-year medical student and thinking, okay, what do you need to know as a third-year medical student in emergency medicine that fits what you, where you're at in your learning and then meets your needs as far as knowledge, experience, that kind of stuff? And that's not an easy question to answer. So there are some models out there that we use. One was called the, the Kern approach to making a curriculum. And basically, uh, it said that you uh, identify your problem and you do a needs assessment. Then you kind of focus it on your target learners. You come up with goals, objectives, educational strategies. You figure out how to implement it. And then you kind of have this piece of evaluation and feedback. So we kind of took that general approach and we started to apply the different pieces um, to this issue that we had. And the problem that we identified is we don't have a curriculum for third-year medical students. Gotcha. So you followed the current principles. You kind of found out where they're at, where they need to be, and then you kind of develop the curriculum. Any other principles that you followed uh, that we need to be included in the third-year curriculum? So that's a really good question. Um, the way we kind of approached this is we did really two parts to this. We said um, we need to kind of develop some consensus about what a third-year student needs to know. So a group got together. We came up with a bunch of items that we felt like they needed to know. We organized them in, a, uh, in ways that we could say are they knowledge, skills, and attitudes, uh, which is a common um, way of thinking about curriculum. And then we uh, uh, basically went back and forth in a series of surveys and kind of whittled down to what are the most important pieces of this. And, um, and we also then did the second part was we said, well, we need some principles also. So we'll have the content that the third year students need to know. That's, you know, a series of whittling it down. But really, we had some principles about, you know, a third year rotation. And this is challenging, you know, to understand. And I think a lot of students even aren't sure, much less our uh, colleagues, you know, what's the difference between a third and a fourth year student and so we kind of outlined it in six principles. Number one, we wanted to have kind of a syllabus of content that can serve as a standalone entity at any medical school. So you go from one place to the next. We really want it to be able to app applicable and you can kind of 
fit it in where you need to at each medical school, that it does outline all those knowledge, skills, attitudes that we feel are vital for students to be successful, regardless of any specialty chosen. Because we all know that as a third-year student, you may not even for sure be interested in emergency medicine. Even if you are, you may change your mind. So we felt like it was important to have those skills that were important for everybody. The third principle was um, just uh, the students making sure they understood their role in the emergency department in addition to and distinct from the discipline of emergency medicine. So where do you fit? And then also having number four, the students should have some redundancy for these topics um, in varied contexts context and different perspectives. So you may say, well, we learn about you know, uh, uh, CHF um, on medicine, well, there's no reason you can't learn about it on family medicine, pediatrics, you know, um, OBGYN, emergency medicine, because they all have their different versions of it, and this redundancy is good. So we felt that having redundancy that even with similar topics to our colleagues was very important. So it's okay to have redundancy, and it helps you learn and retain. Then fifth, the rotation should respond to kind of the evolving clinical competence of students. So we realize that students are in different stages in their third year, but that that should be kept in mind as to where you are in the spectrum of your curriculum. And then finally, we want it to be, um, to have this kind of content that um, would be conducive to a four-week rotation, regardless of whether it's required or elective. And um, that's where a lot of third-year rotations are very different um, in that there could be a two-week, a four-week, a six-week, a required, a mandatory, uh, integrated, selective, um, multidisciplinary course, or one week in a six-week uh, required rotation. There are a lot of different pieces to, or ways to kind of slice the emergency medicine experience in the third year, and every school does it differently. The goal is to have this curriculum, which would cut across all of those uh, barriers almost, and have something that could be consistent from one school to the next for all third-year students. Now, let me ask, though, I've personally always thought of emergency medicine as sort of uh, an advanced course in medical school, um, and part of that is just given the breadth of what we see. And I've, I've uh, time and time again, students have come up to me and they've said, well, I, I really liked internal medicine and OB and neurology, um, and emergency medicine really gave me the opportunity to use all of those skills all uh, on the same rotation. So how do you really reconcile uh, having a curriculum where students may not have had exposures to those uh, specialties before coming to emergency medicine? How do you really decide on, on really the framework for creating this sort of a curriculum? So again, another fantastic question, and I get this one a lot from uh, students and other colleagues, and I think there's probably going to be a lot of different opinions, and that's why uh, students will have different types of third-year experiences at their institution. But really it comes down to some of the core things that aren't consistently taught in a medical school curriculum that emergency medicine offers, such as dealing with um, the patient who's coding, some ACLS and BLS principles, uh, things like dealing with shock, uh, dealing with the uh, patient with the uh, acute presentation of chest pain, abdominal pain, difficulty breathing, and altered mental status are kind of at that core that we felt all students should understand the approach to. So it's really hard to, to narrow down, you know, what 
does a third year emergency medicine rotation offer different from another rotation? And I think um, really it boils down to is what, what are the things that we feel the students need to really understand that emergency medicine can offer? So Matt, I got a question. You talked about how emergency medicine might differ from other clerkships, but let's compare and contrast. So tell me this, how does the fourth year curriculum differ maybe than what was created for this third year curriculum? Are they similar? What's different? Can you compare and contrast those for us? I can. Um, and some of it has to do with interpretation of it. So part of what the uh, student will experience is the fourth year rotation is more of that traditional uh, sub-I experience. And I think that's probably one of the simplest things for students to understand is that your fourth year rotation, that's your kind of sub-I, my interview month, where I'm trying to get a spot for residency, especially early on in the year. And the third year rotation really ends up being more of kind of the exposure to emergency medicine. So in your third year, depending where you're at in your third year, you're going to have a, a quite a wide variety of experiences. So you want to be able to come into an emergency medicine rotation as a third year student and not feel pressured like this is an interview month and this is something that's going to make or break my career as an emergency physician. What you want to be able to do is say, I want to look at this and understand what emergency medicine is, what are some of these acute care principles for approaching the acutely ill and injured patient, and uh, is emergency medicine right for me? So I think if we want to just get down to the, the uh, bottom line is that the third year is exposure and just experience of emergency medicine. Fourth year really is the, um, the more of the traditional sub-I experience where I'm performing or trying to perform more at the level of an intern and I'm going to take a little more responsibility regardless if I'm going into emergency medicine or not. I've had all my clerkships. I've been through all that, and so there's a baseline expectation that I can actually function now in seeing a variety of these patients. In my experience and in thinking about the curriculum and as far as I advise students, the third year, that's where you're just, you're kind of getting that initial exposure to emergency medicine. Because as, as we know, whether you are a scribe, an EMT, uh, a nurse, or someone else in the emergency department, um, it's not the same as being a medical student. And so that medical student experience is really typically the first true exposure to the emergency department and taking care of patients. So it certainly sounds like there's a pretty clear role for both a third year and a fourth year, sort of a basic and advanced emergency medicine rotation. I think you've outlined that well and made that argument. But uh, let, me, let me ask then further, for the students listening to this podcast who may or may not go to a school that offer both a third-year and fourth-year rotation, uh, is, are they really going to be at a disadvantage now if uh, you can only rotate as a fourth-year as opposed to uh, both years? So I think that is a challenging question to answer. Um, I have my own answer, but I know that some of my colleagues uh, may have uh, a different answer too. And so I think this, I would advise the student the best way to look at this is to find out, you know, first of all, does your institution have a third year rotation? If they don't, I think the answer is pretty straightforward. You take the fourth year rotation and that's what you do. If they have a, a third year rotation um, and that is required, and uh, I think the last number uh, that I've seen is about 15% of schools have a required third year rotation, so some do. 
is, you know, what are the expectations of that rotation and then how do they view it going into the fourth year? So I would say, and then for students who maybe have an elective or something else but can't do it, you know, it in, in the broad scheme of things, that's okay because it typically is not something in my experience in talking with colleagues and with students that's put you at a disadvantage. It allows you to get a little earlier experience if you can do an elective or something in your third year. I mean, if you're fortunate enough to be able to have something like that, you get some more exposure. But again, as far as can you get your letters of recommendation, you're slow. Can you get the... Um, uh, the attention of those who are in the emergency department to have them think of you as a good residency candidate. I don't find that as always as um, helpful, um, mostly because the students are somewhere in their third year and it's so incredibly variable. So my best advice to students is, you know, uh, be, be content with where you're at in the emergency department. So if you've only done OB and PEDS rotations and you're in your third year, you happen upon a third, uh, emergency medicine rotation, you know you know that, you've learned it, and so you can see those cases and, and, and try to, to do well at those, but be open to learning a lot of different things. If you've um, been through your entire third year, then you're kind of at the end, then yeah, there might be a little different in, difference in perception of how some faculty or residents might expect you to perform. But for the most part, as far as what you need to be successful uh, in a, when you work to match in emergency medicine, and really it comes down to the fourth year is that rotation where you get your letters of evaluation, your slows, and where you really want to make that impression. But in reality, it doesn't hurt to make a good impression in the third year if you have an opportunity. Yeah, that's uh, great words of wisdom there. We certainly don't want to cause any of our listeners any anxiety um, by uh, having them uh, go ahead and assume that uh, doing a third-year rotation is going to uh, be something necessary to be competitive for emergency medicine. On the other hand, since there is uh, an established third-year curriculum and uh, a student may be preparing for their fourth-year rotation, their first initial exposure to emergency medicine, might they be able to use that curriculum to their advantage in terms of how to prepare for a fourth-year rotation? Absolutely. I think that's a great idea. And this is published material, both the third and the fourth year uh, curricula. So they have an opportunity, just like the slow, the letter of recommendation, they have the opportunity to view that online, at least in the past they have. They can look at the curricula and see what content areas are covered. So they can kind of say, you know, I don't know what the emergency medicine rotation is going to be like because I haven't done it yet. Maybe you're on your other clerkships. You can take a look and just see what topics are covered, whether it's for the third or the fourth year curriculum, and they can make an attempt to kind of hone in some of their knowledge and skills if they feel it's that important and they want to do well. Uh, not every um, rotation or clerkship is required or being tracked in how they use either of the curricula. So it might behoove the student to not only look at that content for both and to see kind of what they, uh, the general topics that would fit into the year that they're in, but also to find out from their institution, um, uh, especially their home institution with the third year and fourth year, uh, do they use either of those curricula or uh, have them certainly provide them with their own uh, content list of things that they want them to know and just pay close attention to it. So when it comes down to it, you really need to learn and uh, 
and often be tested on what your rotation tells you is um, uh, what they want you to know and be tested on. But otherwise, I think you, they can look at it as both curricula are a good guide to understanding what that experience might be like in general terms. So Matt, we're hearing about the curriculum. Where is this published? And then also, is there like a textbook I need to buy? Is there an online curriculum? Where do we go if we want to learn more about this? So um, that's a, a great and timely question. Um, so the, the curriculum itself is published. Um, the latest one that is, talks about implementing a third year emergency medicine medical student curriculum is published in the Journal of Emergency Medicine. Um, and the original work we did to kind of sort through all of the um, content and everything was uh, published in Academic Emergency Medicine. Uh, so students can easily find those online just by searching for those titles. As far as resources and, you know, what do you use for the content, um, I think as far as textbooks go, um, as most students know, the, there's a textbook, you know, and probably a ten others then for every topic you get and then every student and every faculty and every resident tells you a different opinion about what they used and what <laughs> would be helpful. So I'm not sure I have the best uh, recommendation for textbooks, um, but I, I think one of the nice resources that's out there that has um, been uh, recent that I think students could benefit from would be cdemcurriculum.com. The reason is is that actually is a curriculum site with content uh, created by CDEM to actually cover the content that's in the fourth year curriculum, the third year curriculum, and also there's a PEAS emergency medicine curriculum. So students can actually go there and see the content areas that come up on these curricula and actually then can uh, look at it. And there's, as you can imagine, there's a lot of cross content. Like for example, uh, if we say, if a student's looking to learn about the approach to chest pain, the approach to chest pain isn't really going to change that much between a third year and a fourth year student. It's the approach to chest pain. Um, where some of the, the topics differ a little bit um, is for the third year, there's a few more topics related to um, ultrasound and uh, maybe orthopedics and a few other topics that um, aren't necessarily covered in the fourth year curriculum. But you can use either of the sites or any of the three curricula on that site to uh, find content for the topic you want to learn about. So, uh, and just to give students a big perspective, we actually took the, the article uh, that we had published and we mapped that out uh, as best we could to get it to a content state on the third year curriculum site and tried to pair up the different topics with the, the curriculum items in, um, uh, in the curriculum we published. So we hope that it'll be a good resource for students who are looking to learn more about specific things. They can look at the curriculum and kind of go uh, to the actual cdemcurriculum.com and see where that specific content area is taught. Uh, it's it's an ongoing um, update site, so there's some things that are up there that might get taken down and updated or topics that might be uh, put back up or put up in the near future. So uh, it's one of those sites that we want to uh, have active and live and dynamic so that it's up to date for the students. That's wonderful. Thanks, Matt. So that's CDEM, Clerkship Directors in Emergency Medicine Curriculum.com. And look for the M3 and M4 curriculum there. We like it. It's free. It's open access. It's rich medical education. As Matt said, it's being constantly updated. So it's going to probably 
be more recent than a competing textbook. So we, we like all those things about it, and we thank you. We stand on your shoulders. So, Matt, we know that the work here is not done. A lot's been done, but in Kern's model, the end is going to be reevaluation, incorporating feedback, and moving forward. So, man, what's, what's over the horizon for this third-year curriculum and the future steps? What's coming up next? Well, I think the piece that uh, I'm working to close the loop on is creating a third-year exam, uh, at least the written component, at this time. And that's because if you look at um, any good curriculum, it starts with the objectives. You have the content in between, and then you're assessed on it. You know, so basically, we tell you what we're going to teach you, we teach it to you, and then we test it, uh, test you on it. And that's kind of how I, I just logically think about it. And so what we're doing is we're creating a, a, a third-year online exam through CDEM on the content and the objectives from the third-year curriculum. And hopefully a lot of the content uh, topics covered on cdemcurriculum.com will be able to inform uh, students and help them with that preparation for this exam. It's not complete. It's in the works as of uh, uh, January 2017. However, we're hoping to be able to pilot that in the near future. Well, folks, there you have it. Special thanks to Dr. Matt Toos for coming by the EM Stud podcast. Matt, if people want to get in touch with you, what's a good email or do you have a Twitter handle that we can follow you? Sure. The students can contact me um, probably as simple as uh, communicating on the CDM curriculum site and uh, um, uh, those messages can be always filtered to me then. Well, Matt, we want to thank you again for coming on and talking to us about the M3 Emergency Medicine Curriculum. For more information on articles discussed in this episode, please visit cdemcurriculum.com, c-d-e-m-curriculum.com. On behalf of my co-host, Scott Wieters, thanks for tuning in once again to EM Stud. And don't forget, you can connect with us on Facebook or on Twitter at emedcoach and at erdrn8. We'll catch you next time.